we'll see how this goes. <laughs> That's a great positive way of starting a podcast. Maybe that should be the name of the maybe that should be the new name of the podcast. We'll see how this goes. Um, all right, item item number one. Item number one. Um, I was watching porn last night. Um, typical Wednesday, and I happened upon a porn that had a laugh track on it. And first of all, I guess I didn't know that this was. I didn't know that this was a thing. I didn't know that there were people out there who went, you know, I'm really into this porn, but it's just not four camera enough for me. It's just not, it's just, it's too depressing. It's, there's too much drama here. Where's the levity? Where is the levity? And as I watched it, I think the other thing that was irritating was, was that frankly it wasn't uh, the the laughs were not in the right place, so I'm starting to pay attention to that. I'm also thinking like if this, well, you know the other thing too. By the way, I'm assuming it was a laugh track. It could have been a live studio audience. I I mean it didn't seem like it, but I could be wrong. It could have been a live studio audience. In which case, that's I really wish I could have played that audience because I think they I mean they were really laughing at anything. Um, really, there, I mean, what they were laughing, there was not a lot of joke structure at what they were laughing at. That's my point. Um, I, um, I just didn't think that that was, I just, for me, I, I've never felt the need to laugh while, um, pleasuring myself. I've, I've never, the, the, that, they're, they're two different kinds of pleasure for me. It's it's kind of like the same thing as, um, you know, eating uh, kale and cake right at the same time. Is what You do one, you have to deal with one, and then you then you do the other one. But not, at the same time, it's it seems kind of, I don't know, counterproductive in a way. Um, and then I was, then I find it, the more I think about it, I find it depressing because, you know, Say what you will about whoever wrote the porno. At least, you know their com they're getting their comedy writing career is way better than mine. So that happened. That was a thing. Um, I was also reading about how a girl, I think a twelve-year-old girl or a thirteen-year-old girl, um, baked cookies using the ashes of her dead grandmother and served them to her friends at school, and. Um, Here's the thing. Before we reserve judgment on this person, let's ask ourselves how good those cookies tasted. Because if they tasted great, maybe we need to, you know, maybe we're dealing with a culinary genius. It could be. We don't know. Puts the semi in semi-sweet. Is that too too much? Is that too on the nose? Um, I, um, I don't know if... Uh, I don't know. I, I'm. There's two possibilities here. I mean, either she was doing this out of hatred for someone, either the grandmother or the other girls at school or both, or, and I think this is the more interesting possibility, she was doing it out of love. And maybe she said, you know, my friends are really depressed, they're down. You know who always made me happy and who just died? Grandma. 
And since I don't know how science works, maybe if they eat grandma, they'll feel better. I'd like to think that that's what was going through her mind. And you know what? Good intentions. There's something to be said there. The interesting interesting thing about that article is that the police were trying to figure out whether or not any laws were broken. And by the way, listen, good for her for recycling. Because what at the end of the day, what do you do with ashes? They sit there in an urn, not being of any use. I mean, at least at least she's really you know it's 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 like when I hear the stories about the Native Americans, they use the entire buffalo. She's if anything, she is really going green, really going green. So that happened as well. That's my uh second item of business. What's the third item of business that I wanted to talk about? Um, What is the third item of business? The other thing I was reading. (laughs) It escapes me at the moment. Ah, that means I'm not connected to what I'm saying. Oh, and there's a whole thing about me this is the other thing. um, I want this to be a funny podcast. And there seems to be a connection between comedy and vulnerability. And I don't feel like I'm being... I don't know. Is what I'm doing vulnerable enough? It's it, clearly not. But if I want to be vulnerable, what? what's the most vulnerable thing I can admit right now? Without thinking about it, what's the first thing that comes to my mind? I feel like admitting to the porn was pretty vulnerable. But then again, it's... I mean, I don't think I'm surprising anybody when I say I watch porn. That seems... Not bone. That seems fairly obvious. Um, failure. Maybe that's what I should talk about. That's where I feel vulnerable. I feel like a, I feel like a total failure, and I think it's because I'm a total failure. And, um, well, now I just feel sad. It doesn't feel really funny, because the goal is to be funny. And if I'm failing at being funny, then I'm just failing, and it's not funny. So there's, there's no, there's almost no point to it. There is no point to it, and there's no hope, and we're all going to die, and I can go there, and I'm still, so maybe what I have to do, maybe for me, vulnerability is letting go of the desire to be funny, and trusting that I will be funny if I totally let go of trying to be funny. I'm still not funny. This is still not funny. I don't know, it could be hysterical. Maybe it, maybe it's hysterical to whoever's listening to it, to the five people that are listening to it. When I say five people, I might be being very generous. They may not even be people. I could be doing this to bots, for all I know. Or Russian hackers. I don't know what the Russian hackers are going to get out of this they may decide not to be hackers. Hackers. That's a thing. People are hackers. Might be an interesting life to be a hacker. There's something about that that feels uh, sexy. It feels sexy to be a hacker. Probably not a very sexy lifestyle. Or I'm just so lonely that anything right now sounds sexy. Even that no loitering sign 
in front of my apartment. On my apartment. There's a sign that says no loitering. I feel like I should put that in my bedroom. No loitering. See, I still don't feel funny right now. Because I'm not being funny. Because I... Because I, I just tried all this at an open mic, and it all failed there. And so I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to have faith in myself and do it as a podcast where no one is around to tell me whether or not it's funny. But what if I truly let go of trying to be funny? What would happen if in this moment I truly let go of trying to be funny and was just honest I hate my life. I want to be successful and respected by my peers. And I feel like none of that is happening. And I'm lonely, and I'm single, and I'm miserable. And I don't feel like there's any conceivable hope of me getting anything that I want. I feel like a total, absolute failure. So I'm really trying to let go of being funny. And I'm saying to myself, if I really let go of being funny, the comedy will come to me. I will immediately think of that really funny thing to say. And it's not coming! And that's my biggest fear, is that I'm just not funny. That I just keep going up there and that people are laughing, if and when they do laugh, more because... Uh, out of pity. Man, this has gotten... I still think I can be darker. I totally think I can be darker. I still don't feel like I'm being honest. I mean, I could just start to cry. That might be useful. Maybe that. Maybe I have to get that depressing. Now it'd suck if I had to get that depressing to be funny. But that's why. I mean, that the whole purpose of the, when I started the podcast was I'm, this podcast was I'm trying to talk about things that I find funny, but I don't know because it's a podcast. If, and by saying it's a, I mean, I don't know because there's not anyone else in the room with me. Even though I was just trying this in the room with me, and it didn't work. But then when I was doing it to my mother, before this, before the, I, before the open mic, I did it to my mother, and she thought it was funny. So I'm very confused. I don't know whether or not this is funny. I does, it doesn't feel funny to me right now. I'm in that post, I just got off the stage and bombed kind of place where... I feel horrible and like I'm worthless. I hate this point. I hate feeling this way. Yeah, but I just feel totally worthless and uh, I feel no hope. And now I'm going in circle. If anyone is still listening to this podcast at this point, that's that's impressive. I got to say, I'm very... Oh, I can feel... And the other thing, too, that's happening is that I am... I'm still trying to be funny. I'm still, I can feel it in my voice. I can feel like I'm doing the comedian voice that I've developed that um, I need to let go of that and just talk and just be real. 
The problem with that is that real is not funny. But maybe what I have to do first is I have to be honest with myself before I can be funny. And honestly, I don't feel funny right now. I feel... I just... I heard that there was a teacher I had and that he's terminally ill. He's a really good teacher. And he, I heard that he's terminally ill and that's... I feel sad. I also... There was one time where he kind of yelled at me. And I always... That bothered me that he yelled at me. But it was probably out of a desire to help me. I would hope it was out of a desire to help me. I mean, unless it was just... I, or I was the one that finally drove him to... Over the edge. I don't... I mean, that was 20 years ago, so I don't think I'm the one that is causing that I you know I think he's just this is his time has come and and now he's he's shuffling off this mortal coil. He's a Shakespeare teacher so I think he would appreciate that line. Um or he wouldn't. He'd be very anno- I feel like he would really be annoyed with this. He would not like this podcast. I don't thought I, I he would not like I don't I he would not like it at all. I don't know. Let's be honest. Would he like it? Maybe one or two bits and pieces. I don't think he'd like... No, he wouldn't like it. He wouldn't like it. Fuck. Ah, and I just said the F word, and I'm trying to make the... Well, what am I doing? I'm talking about porn. It's not going to be a clean podcast, let's be honest. So, but the fact that he's terminally ill, they're saying, and then I'm asking myself, I wonder what it is. Because for some reason, I always have to know why someone died, what killed them. I don't know what knowing why or knowing the cause is going to do. I think I, if I know what the cause is, maybe I think to myself, well, maybe if I know, maybe I can prevent it if I know what happened. Um, and I can't because we're all going to die. And that's... Ah. This part, it just keeps, it, I feel like it just keeps getting worse and worse. Because I'm, I again, I'm, I'm not being vulnerable. I'm not being honest. I'm really angry right now. And I think underneath that, I'm really scared that I'm just not good. So now I'm just trying to breathe, and I'm trying to be present. And really let go. You know, Nicole Kidman was talking about how she thinks that because she was with Tom Cruise, she was protected from a lot of the sexual harassment. And I, that makes sense to me, because Tom Cruise also a Scientologist, I would imagine you don't want to mess with the Scientologists. I imagine that they are... Yeah, you don't want to screw with Scientologists. That would be my guess. I don't think they've killed people. I mean, I've heard... You know, I've heard all the stories about them. I do think... I don't think it's fair, though, for people to judge Scientology any more than any other religion. Because... Anyone who says, oh, well, that's a weird religion, who believes in any religion, no religion, sound, no religion 
is, in my mind, any better or any worse than any other religion. None of them. The, it, well, Scientology, that's ridiculous. Excuse me while I cut off part of my dick. I mean, really. That is ridiculous. So I don't like people judging Scientology just because it's the newer religion. That's stupid. I'm obs- I've thought about this, and I, I think other people have talked about this. I'm obsessive-compulsive. And it's a, I'm basically, to be obsessive-compulsive is I practice a bunch of rituals in order to feel better. And it reminds me of religion. The only difference between what I'm doing and religion is, frankly, literature. Because religion, you know, there's all these religious texts, and I don't have a, a text of Josh. Maybe I should write one. The Josh Bible. The obsessive-compulsive version of Judaism. Which is Judaism, really? Well, that's the end of the podcast.